In this episode of Locked On Capitals, the Washington Capitals take down the Florida Panthers by a score of 4-2. to two. Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available on YouTube. So head on over and check that out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And let's hear it for this Washington Capitals team. Yes, this Capitals team who no one thought could take down the Florida Panthers. Who can take down this President's Trophy winning team? It's going to be done in just a few games. And the Washington Capitals are going to be setting up tea time. Who thought they could win? Well, I kind of mentioned it uh, yesterday, but I was wrong. Let's, in all transparency, I thought that Sam Sonoff was going to start in net, but they did get that win based on the results and kind of my, uh, what I said they have to do to win. Their keys to success was to bring a physical game, which they did, and to also pepper Bobrovsky with shots. They did that and they it kind of exposed a weakness. Uh, if you're not aware, Bobrovsky's MO is that he plays pretty well during the regular season and he did play great. Uh, uh, he had, I think, the best record at home this year, if memory serves, but his weakness is that he struggles in the postseason. So that's what the Washington Capitals are going to have to do is just really pelt him with a bunch of different shots. And then the Florida Panthers' other weakness is defense. We'll talk about that. And then later in the show, we're going to talk about Tom Wilson, who sustained an injury. Is he going to be back on Thursday? We sure hope so. And then later in the show, we're going to talk about John Carlson. He got that hit late in the game. Is he injured? We don't, we really can't stand to be without Tom Wilson and John Carlson. But first, let's talk about the game tonight. You know, it was just, it was kind of improbable. I mean, in a lot of different ways, all the pundits, you know, I listen to NHL Network, I listen to NHL Radio, I listen to, you know, all the different podcasts. I mean, there's just 101 of them out there. I listen to all of them, and I did not listen to one or view one that said the Washington Capitals are going to win. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. They didn't win the series yet, but I think if they stick to their keys of success, I think it's possible. The one thing I will say that the Washington Capitals are going to have to do is ratchet up their physical game. They did not stand up to the Florida Panthers for our line share of game with their physical presence. And what happened to this Washington Capitals team? That was been their identity for a long time is their physical game. And they have the huge frames out on the ice to do it. They have Tom Wilson, Alex Ovechkin, Anthony Mantha, etc. They have the big frames out there to do it. In all fairness, Anthony Mantha did lay the smack down a lot tonight. And then Tom Wilson left the game early due to injury by Gudis and, you know, just kind of a chicken move that he did by hitting him with that high stick. And, you know, Florida Panthers, come on, get get closer to the screen here. Any time in day that Tom Wilson and Gudis want to throw down, 
just get ready. I hope that Gudis packs a lunch because Tom Wilson will wipe the ice with Gudis. And that goes for pretty much everyone else on that Florida Panthers team. And I think, you know, it was just kind of a cheap shot to hit him with that high stick. And, you know, I, I know that he's not that popular outside the Washington area, but if you talk to any of the NHL insiders, they will tell you that there is not another one of the teams in the NHL that would not love to have Tom Wilson on their team. He brings that big physical presence, and there's a lot of players out there that bring that big physical presence. Look at Ryan Reeves, but where does Tom Wilson excel where Ryan Reeves doesn't? He is a legitimate goal scorer. 20-plus goals this year. Why don't you go take a look at Ryan Reeves' record, see how many goals he scored. You know, I think to a certain extent that there's a lot of jealousy around the league, and there's kind of a little bit of frustration that they cannot find another Tom Wilson. He is a bit of a four-leaf clover. There's not a lot of Tom Wilsons out there. Someone that has that big frame can throw down, he can stand up for his players, but he can also score. And he's kind of getting away from that reputation as just being a tough guy. He has a great mentor in the form of Alex Ovechkin. If you remember, Alex Ovechkin used to drop the mitts all the time. His last major fight was against Fetchnikov in 2019. That's been some time. And I think, you know, like I've, I've said before, and I've speculated that Tom Wilson will be your future captain of the Washington Capitals when Alex Ovechkin hangs up the skates. I stand by that statement. But I think that he has also learned a lot of things from watching how Alex Ovechkin conducts himself. He doesn't drop the gloves all the time. He doesn't have to get in fights with these uh, fourth-line players that are just trying to make a name for themselves. Most of these fourth-line players that want to drop the gloves with Tom Wilson are guys that are trying to make a name for themselves. They are AHL call-ups that are looking to make a big name for themselves. You know, why don't we rewind the tape and take a look at Shvechnikov and how he fared against Alex Ovechkin when he wanted to play tough guy. Knocked out cold. So that's what I'm talking about. Everyone wants to step up to these big guys on the Washington Capitals. That's what I'm saying. You better pack a lunch because Tom Wilson and um, um, Alex Ovechkin will wipe the ice with you. Mark it. Garnet Hathaway, put him on the list there too. So, but that's what the Washington Capitals have to do is they have to up that physical game. They did do a lot of things well. They scored some great goals. And you know, the one thing I liked about the Washington Capitals tonight was the resilience of this team. They were down, you know, and they were playing at their um, arena and they could have just given up and lost this game. You know, the Florida Panthers led this game for a line share of the game, but they did not let them get, they, they did not let that get them down. And that's what I'm talking about. That pedigree of winning, that veteran presence that says, yes, you have the lead, but we're going to take it back from you and we're going to win this game. You know, and I know that there are a lot of veterans on the Florida Panthers, but it is kind of a new group of players this year. I know that they have some veterans on the team, but there is some new players on the team that maybe aren't necessarily gelling. And their defense is one of their weaknesses. I know that they did get Ekblad back, but if you look at their, the couple of the weaknesses of the Florida Panthers, it's defense and netminding. So that that is what the Washington Capitals are going to have to capitalize on if they want to move past this round. Mission accomplished. You won game number one. You know, don't sit there and, you know, get too up on yourself on there. Just take it, feel good about it, and move on. Watch the game film. Watch what you did wrong. Improve on that. And then just kind of take stock in what you did well and build on that. And I think that the Capitals, I know this Capitals team, 
can beat the Florida Panthers and move on to the next round. You know, if you take a look at back at 2018 when they were in playing in the postseason and they're playing Columbus and Tampa, and then they finally made it on to the Golden Knights, no one picked them to win then either. That's what I'm saying. I would love nothing more than for this aging roster to prove the rest of the NHL that we can do it. You know, everyone's saying you're the oldest team in the league. You know, you can't take on the speed of these younger players. Well, I think the Washington Capitals kind of proved that, yeah, we can. And they did. And, you know, netminding has been an issue, but they went with Vitek Vanacek. And why did Peter Laviolette go with Vitek Vanacek? Because of his body of work and that he earned it. And I know that I said that Ilya Samsonov would start and it might end up going back to Ilya Samsonov at some point. But I think that in game number two, you have to go with your hot hand. You have to go back to Vitek Vanacek on Thursday night. And I think that they'll do it. They just have to stick to that script. Big physical presence. Keep peppering Bobrovsky with shots. And just let Alex Ovechkin go out there and play Alex Ovechkin hockey. And that's the keys to success for this Washington Capitals team. In the last episode, I said that one of the things that they needed was Ovi to come back. Guess what? He's back. And he played great. He stripped that uh, puck away, and he ended up uh, getting an assist on that goal there. So Alex Ovechkin's presence was felt uh, even in this first game back. And, you know, when when they talked to Alex Ovechkin, he said that, You know, I could have played those last three games, but, you know, it was kind of a precautionary thing. And I think good on the Capitals that they did that. I know that that kind of stands in the way of his goal scoring uh, title that he's trying to go after, trying to beat Gretzky. But you got to keep your eyes on the prize and the prize this year. He's not going to catch Gretzky this year. The eyes on the prize this year is the Stanley Cup. And I think that the Washington Capitals can do it if they just continue to do what they did tonight. All right, after the break here, I'm going to talk about the game. I'm going to break down this game, all the highlights and lowlights, and let's face it, there were more highlights than lowlights. But first, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So, Go to rockauto.com and see the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. That's right. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. In this next segment here, before I start, thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcasts, nightly recaps of every NHL game with our analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So just to talk about the game, the biggest thing of anything was Alex Ovechkin playing again. That's what everyone was talking about. Is Ovi going to play? Is Ovi going to play? And we all kind of knew he was going to play, you know, in the post game or excuse me in the presser from the other day he said yeah maybe I'll play but you could kind of tell the way he was smiling that he would so the big thing that was Ovi was in there it was Bobrovsky versus Vanacek 
You know, like I said in the previous segment, Lavulette said he did it because of his body of work. And I think that Vitek Vanacek has earned it. I mean, if you look back at the postseason last year, the only reason that he didn't play anymore is because he was injured. And uh, I think that Vanacek has earned it. I think that he has been more consistent. And uh, I think that that is a no-brainer that you put Vanacek in there for game number two. So to start it off, kind of the move that I was talking about that, you know, is kind of making a lot of Capitals fans mad is the high stick, Gudasan Wilson. Wilson had to leave the ice briefly. He was bleeding. Um, and that was that kind of the move. And that's what I'm saying. You know, Gudis trying to make a name for himself, kind of an aging player in the NHL, trying to make a name for himself, taking on big, bad Tom Wilson. So, but guess what? Like I said before, bring it on. If you ever want to fight him, he'll wipe the ice with you. And then to as kind of payback, Tom Wilson goal off a rebound off uh, Mantha's hit. So that's what I'm talking about. Tom Wilson gets on the board and kind of just to silence everyone in Florida to say, yeah, I'm that Tom Wilson. I'm not just a tough guy. I am a legitimate 20 plus goal scorer. Eat that. And they did. So Tom Wilson gives the Caps a one to nothing lead for the Capitals first goal of the playoffs. That marks Wilson's 14th career playoff goal. And he now has a goal in six straight playoff appearances. Anthony Mantha and Justin Schultz were each credited with Wilson's power play goal. That marks Mantha's third point in six career playoff games. And that, you know, move that was made when they when they traded with the Red Wings, when it was Jakob Vrana for Anthony Mantha is really paying off. I know that Vrana is playing well for the for the Red Wings, and you know, I wish him nothing but the best, but it did not work out for the Washington Capitals and the Washington or excuse me, it did not, yes, it did not work out for the Washington Capitals. And Anthony Mantha is, he's that big frame. And like I said, he is not intrinsically a tough guy. He's not the kind of guy that likes to throw his body around. He's more of a goal scorer, but he had to use his size to his advantage. And he did that tonight. And that's what I'm talking about. And we need to see more of that from Anthony Mantha. Vanacek was playing big early and he continued to play pretty big throughout the entire game. Bobrovsky was also playing big in the first. And then Sam Burnett with the equalizer. And that puts the Panthers on the board. So then the game is tied up. And then that is what kind of let the Panthers fans into the game thinking like, that's right. We're the president's trophy winning team. We're going to take down the Washington Capitals. So that's kind of how it was in the first. The Caps need to up their physical game to compete with Florida were my notes. And uh, if you watch the game back and if you haven't had a chance to watch it, just the, the Florida Panthers really ratcheted up their physical game big time. And, uh, you know, they were kind of drawing the Washington Capitals into making stupid penalties, and they spent a lot of time in the penalty box. The Capitals, in a lot of ways, were lucky that they didn't end up losing this game. So then to start the second, Claude Giroux gets a goal to start the second. It's 2-1 to one Panthers. And, you know, you got to think that the GM of the Panthers was kind of patting himself on the back going, yeah, I made that good move bringing Claude Giroux to the Panthers. And, you know, nothing against Claude Giroux. He was the captain of the Flyers for years, but he's another aging player out there too. But in any case, Claude Giroux gets the Panthers on the board in the second. It's 2-1 to one Panthers. Physical game is picking up primarily from the Panthers, though. And that these are my notes from the game. Physical presence from the Panthers. It was absent for a big chunk of the game for the Washington Capitals. And I know, I know that if Tom Wilson comes back, we don't want him to do something stupid and end up getting suspended. I don't want that either. But if the time calls for it, it there's a time and place for everything, as they say. If there's a time and place for Tom Wilson to drop the gloves 
on Gudis, for example, or one of the other players out there, I say game on. Capitals falling into the panel, and excuse me, Capitals are falling into the Panthers' penalty trap. Got to stay out of the box to give yourself a chance. And you know, there's a lot of guys that can't really help themselves, most notably Garnet Hathaway. The guy chirp, chirp, chirps, but if you try to shove him a little bit, he just gets all worked up. And that's kind of, you know, he has a hard time containing himself. He could, you know, learn a few things from Tom Wilson that, you know, you don't have to engage in fights with every guy out there. Just play your game. And, and you'll do all right. You know, I know that goes kind of counter with what I was saying of a physical game, but you don't want to spend time in the penalty box. So make the moves, make the checks, but do them the right way. You don't want to spend all the time in the penalty box, putting the other team on the power play. That is a sure recipe for failure. So in the second period, it was 28-19 caps, Panthers, shots on net. So the Capitals were really peppering Bobrovsky with a lot of shots. And that's what I talked about in it. You know, as we talk about through the game here, that is going to be what pushed the Capitals over the top. They kind of exposed a weakness in Bobrovsky that he doesn't do well in the playoffs or whatever. I know maybe he gets psyched out. He's like, oh my God, I'm in the playoffs. What am I going to do? But that's what would the Capitals have to do is they have to keep peppering him with shots and that ended up paying off. So to start the third, it is two to one Panthers to start the third. Vanacek again playing big in the third. Once again, the Panthers physical game is bigger. You know, that's the theme of this episode is that there is just such a big physical presence out there. Kuznetsov breakaway goal tied at two, his 28th career uh, playoff goal. So then Evgeny Kuznetsov ties the game with his 28th career playoff goal. It marks Kuznetsov's fourth career playoff goal scored on Sergei Bobrovsky. Alex Ovechkin recorded the assist on Kuznetsov's goal. It marks Ovechkin's 65th career playoff assist and his 136th career playoff point, which ranks third among active players Nice strip by Ovi on Uyghur. And that's that Ekblad Uyghur defensive pairing that everyone talked about. You know, it's infallible, you know, Uyghur and Ekblad together. Well, guess what? It wasn't, it was not too much for Alex Ovechkin. He read that code. He stripped the pug away from Uyghur. He fed it to Kuznetsov. Goal! And that's what happened. Backstrom to Oshie, goal 3-2 to two, Washington. T.J. Oshie scored the game-winning goal in Game 1. T.J. Oshie gives the Capitals a 3-2 to two lead. That's the big news here. 3-2 to two lead, and that's when I knew it was going to be smooth sailing. The resilience of the Washington Capitals, the reason they have a pedigree of winning, was exemplified right there. You know, they, they they didn't get down on themselves, and T.J. Oshie ta- gets the lead for the Washington Capitals, and that's when I knew it was going to be all right. Oshie's 24 playoff goal since joining the Capitals in the 15-16 season ranks second on the team. Alex Ovechkin has 35. Oshie's six-point postseason game-winning goal since 2016 are tied for the sixth most in the NHL during that span. Dmitry Orloff earned the secondary assist. On Oshie's goal, his 21st career playoff assist, Orloff has recorded a point in the last two postseason contests. Nicholas Backstrom recorded the primary assist on Oshie's goal, his franchise-leading 73rd career playoff assist. So say whatever you want about this aging roster. This aging roster is breaking milestones and beating some teams that they shouldn't beat. So if they're an aging roster, so be it. They beat a team that is on paper a better team you know what? I'm pretty proud of that Capitals team. I got to say, 
Eller gets an empty netter. It's four to two Capitals. Lars Eller scores an empty netter goal to extend the Capitals lead to four to two. It marks Eller's 15th career playoff goal. Eller's 47 career playoff points, 15 goals, 32 assists are the most among Danish players. And then that part later in the game that I'm talking about, that cheap shot when the frustration was starting to boil over for the Florida Panthers. Carlson gets hit with that cheap shot, cross check, and like I say here, I hope that um, Carlson is okay. You know, he is an elite level defenseman and he's, you know, he's a great offensive defenseman for that point matter as well. So the Capitals, you know, from that segment there, the Washington Capitals really have to hope that Tom Wilson is okay. Of course, on tomorrow's podcast, I will let you know the status of Tom Wilson and John Carlson if it is available. But if you want up to the date uh, notifications on the status of the Washington Capitals, Follow me on Twitter. It's at Locked On Capitals. Or if you want to follow my personal account, it's DanCaps218. I will keep you updated on all the news on your Washington Capitals. And let's just really hope that they're all right because that's the last thing that the Capitals need right now is an injury at this time of this, the year. All right, after the break here, I am going to talk about some notes from the game from Peter Laviolette and what is the status, what we know right now of Tom Wilson and John Carlson. I'll talk about their status, but first, summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health with Built Bars. You can have both. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars on Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and in actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the puffs yet? We are going crazy for the puffs. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like churro and they only have 140 calories? Sign me up. If that's not enough flavor for you, then you might want to try the mixed box. The mixed box comes with 12 flavors and bars and puffs. Built Bars, make sure that there is something for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? It is the churro. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com and get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at Built.com. So what do you have to do? Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, in this final segment here, we are going to talk about some game notes. We're going to talk about what Peter Laviolette had to say. We're going to talk about some statistics from this game. Yes, there was there was quite a few records that were broken this game. So Anthony Mantha led the Capitals with 10 hits in game one. Mantha's 10 hits are tied for the fifth highest record total in playoff game in franchise history. The NHL began tracking hits in the 05-06 season. And like I say, that Mantha trade is paying off in spades. Again, I wish nothing but the best for Jakob Vrana. He helped the Washington Capitals win the Stanley Cup. Jacob Vrana, I know that there's two different sayings of it, so don't tweet me about it. 
Vitek Vanacek stopped 30 of 32 shots faced, earning his first career playoff win. Vanacek is the 16th goaltender in franchise history to earn a postseason victory, and that is why they went with Vitek Vanacek. Stopping 30 of 32 shots, you really can't ask for anything more from Vitek Vanacek. And if you watch the goals that were allowed, I would say none of those were soft goals. So mission accomplished and great job, Vitek Vanacek. Pat on the back. I hope to see you in game number two. The Capitals improved to 30 and 21 in game ones in franchise history and 10 and nine in game ones played on the road. So the part that we're going to talk about next is Tom Wilson and his status. And I wish I had more news for you, you know, because I'm kind of glued to my Twitter right now to hear what the status of Tom Wilson is. We really cannot stand to be without Tom Wilson. He's that big frame. He's the guy that's, you know, willing to throw down with most anyone. I've never seen him back away from a fight. He's won most of them, I got to say. And a legitimate goal scorer, 20 plus goal scorer. Those guys do not grow on trees. So, Coach Laviolette didn't give up much. He said that Wilson, other than to say he's got a lower body injury and that he's being evaluated, Laviolette didn't say exactly when it happened. Only thing I can remember in the game before the Wilson before Wilson left was he tried to hit Uyghur, but instead took the brunt of the hit on the boards. So let's hope that Tom Wilson is okay because the Caps win in game one, but suffered a major loss as Tom Wilson suffered a lower body injury in the victory. So a lower body injury. I'm not sure exactly when that happened. Um, I'm not sure if it's what they were talking about with that whole Uyghur thing there, but you know, we got to hope that Tom Wilson is okay because at first I'm like, he left the game because he got hit in the face. That doesn't seem appropriate, but it, from what it sounds like there was something that happened other than that. I guess I'll have to take a look back on the film and see exactly what happened, but we are hoping for a speedy, recovery from Tom Wilson, because as we head into game number two, we cannot afford to be without him. So the Capitals and, you know, the fan base and at large have to hope that he's okay. And then John Carlson too, there is no status update on John Carlson. As I record this at 1130 uh, central. So we're hoping that, uh, you know, that there, he is going to be okay. Again, you do not need to be out uh, a number one defenseman and a top three score on your team. So, we really have to hope for nothing but the best. But the Washington Capitals take on the Florida Panthers on Thursday, and I think it's going to be another physical a game. I know it is. I just hope that the Washington Capitals can answer the bell and, you know, kind of take on that Florida Panthers team a little bit more. Don't commit stupid penalties, but willing be willing to answer the bell if you have to. If some guy wants to throw down with you, you know, and that's, you know, if, the, if someone's just... You know, for example, Gudis, there's no reason that Tom Wilson, you know, shouldn't have just dropped the gloves and wiped the floor with Gudis. I'm just really irritated about that whole situation. So that's what the Capitals' recipe for success is, is continue to pelt Bobrovsky, Ovechkin to play big, and just, you know, continue to build on what they did today. And I think that the Capitals will win game number two. All right, now make your second listen locked on NHL from first round matchups to the Stanley Cup uh, standings. Locked on NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And I want to thank you for joining me this season. 
on Lockdown Capitals. I know I kind of joined later in the season, but I had an older Capitals podcast and I joined later in the game. I look forward to continuing to do this all postseason, the offseason and whatever happens in the future. I love doing these podcasts for you and, and I hope you enjoy listening to them and or watching them on YouTube. All right, this has been this edition of Locked On Capitals. Once again, thank you again for joining me, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Well, I hope to have an update for you on Tom Wilson and John Carlson and everything else on the Washington Capitals. Have a great day.